Hey mamas, welcome to Breastfeeding Relief with Bethany. We share incredible stories, tips, and breastfeeding ideas to help on your journey. I'm your host, Bethany Laverne, a lactation consultant and speech therapist who helps mamas with breastfeeding. Not all breastfeeding stories are the same, and we dive into those topics. Welcome, Morgan, to Breastfeeding Relief with Bethany. We're so excited to have you today. Why don't you share with my audience a little bit about yourself and your company? Well, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here today. I get to know you a little bit more and share a little bit, bit with your audience about Fertility Awareness Method. Um, I'm Morgan Drew, and I am with Psycho by Design Co., and this is a company I started um, just recently, and I'm so, so excited to be training women on Fertility Awareness Method. I'm a certified fertility awareness educator, which is really just a fancy terminology for I help women understand their cycles and their signs of fertility to be able to make and Form decisions regarding their fertility, whether they are trying to use um, a natural form of birth control, whether they're trying to conceive, or whether they're just trying to improve their overall health with some maybe PMS symptoms that they're experiencing, mm. for example. Um, and I just love the holistic approach that we're able to take to that, just knowing that our cycle is something that is a reflection of our overall health. It's so integrated with the rest of our body. And that's why I'm really so passionate about this because um, I also think it's just crazy that not very many of us know about this. And I think that's what really sparked my passion for educating women on this topic because of all the things that I didn't know in preparing for marriage and preparing for my own family planning decisions. You get put in this awkward situation of like, it's either birth control or people tell you you're going to get pregnant. And it's mm -hmm. like, there's no in between. There doesn't mm -hmm. seem to be an in between option. And that really is what sparked me looking into what do I do? <laughs> I love that so much. I liked how you hit on it because in high school, like you have health class, but I really feel like it needs to be separated a little bit more. Not that men shouldn't understand it, right? Because men are curious, but it's just awkward in high school. And I yeah. feel like they should tell us more. I like how you said, you know, there's really only two options, birth control or none. Like, right. Yeah. So I love that. Thank you so much. So I feel like a question that I see on Instagram a lot, people ask me a lot is, can you get pregnant while breastfeeding? Yes. The tricky question of the day, right? Um, because it depends and it depends on every single woman on mm -hmm. where you're at. Um, and breastfeeding is really a nuanced thing. And every woman is slightly different when it comes to this. But the moral of the story is, is that yes, it is possible. Um, and it depends on when you are ovulating. And the tricky thing about breastfeeding is because when you are pregnant, you're basically in a long and ovulatory cycle. And once you have the baby, your hormones are dropping and then they're they're starting to figure themselves back out again, and you're going to ovulate before you get your period. So I think a lot of women think that, oh, I haven't gotten my period back. Um, I'm not fertile, you know, during this time. And the truth is that you could be and your body is working to get back to fertility. That's what it's doing. Um, and it really is dependent on the frequency of nursing, exclusively breastfeeding versus partial breastfeeding. And even within those, there's a lot of nuances. So broad question, simple answer. Yes, you could still get pregnant while you're breastfeeding. Yeah, I agree. My answer is yes, too. If you've listened to the podcast, 
for a bit, you know that we went through IVF to get our first son. And so that took five years. And so we weren't worried about getting pregnant at all. I wasn't tracking anything. Uh, so I have really no idea when I got pregnant with our second son, besides mm-hmm. I had started my period again, but I was like, I'm exclusively breastfeeding. It's fine. We had started solids a little bit. And so I was like, mm, there's no issue until I was seven days late with my period. And I was like, hmm, well, I don't know. Maybe we should take a <laughs> test. It lit up like a Christmas tree. I had never seen that before in my life since we had been through IVF. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh my goodness. So like one year surprise, because my baby even has, hasn't had his first birthday. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, so our kids <laughs> are 17 months apart and everyone goes, ooh. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> So no, we weren't tracking at all. And actually I was set up to start IVF treatments again, because you got to start the whole cycle again. We had a few frozen embryos. And so we were starting on that process because there's also usually um, a wait list. They only take so many people per month. So that's my story. Yes, it can happen. It happened to me. I also know another mom that was exclusively breastfeeding, got pregnant with twins. So wow. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah, I do think that's such an interesting, such an interesting note because I think um, the difference between partial and exclusively breastfeeding, and the differences between those, and how long that lasts, and being on the baby schedule versus your schedule, and what exclusively really looks like, I think it's a lot more rare in today's day and age than what, you know, a lot of people might think that it is, you know, like not using a pump, not using a pacifier, like exclusively is very, very hard to maintain for a long period of time, mm-hmm. right? When you're following the baby schedule. So I think that's just another really good thing to keep in mind for women is like that frequency is going to really have an impact. And there's a lot of things that you, you might need as a mom, like a pacifier or something because you're tired and uh-huh. it can impact the f- return of fertility. Oh, sure. Sure. So I feel like a lot of moms, when we go back for that six week postpartum appointment, what's the first thing they say, you want to hop on birth control again? You want me to shove an IUD up there? And you're like, yeah, I can't. I'm so sleep deprived. I don't even care. Just go ahead. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I want mamas to have another option because also I know when I sat in the doctor's office after our second one that I was like, I can't have three under three. Yes, please put me on birth control is what I said. I'll be honest about it. I said, put me on it. I can't have three under three. My postpartum's awful. I I can't be pregnant again right now. I can't do it. And so I remember her talking to me, there are different types of birth control. And she said, certain ones will affect your milk. So let's put you on this one and then let me know when you're not breastfeeding anymore and we will switch you to a different one. So can you talk about other ways to not use birth control? Yeah. So fertility awareness method is, um, really the premise of it. And I guess our primary biomarker, if you haven't heard the term biomarker before, those are our signs of life that our body gives us. And it really teaches you to follow the signs and the science that your body is giving you. When you are postpartum, you're really in a really long pre-ovulatory phase. You're watching for the onset of fertility. And that's, um, really what we're looking for. Your body might almost like, well, a lot of us didn't know about this in puberty, puberty, but kind of look like that, right? 
where your body is like starting to get its hormones. It's starting to try to show signs of ovulations. You might start seeing a little bit of cervical mucus that we can talk a little bit about. Um, and then it will finally turn into a full ovulatory pattern, but it is a process and it does take time. So working with an educator and really understanding, getting to know what should I be looking for so that I can understand the signs that my body is giving me when I might be getting closer to that period of ovulation can be really, really helpful. Mm -hmm. um, but I do think it's also just really important to acknowledge that that postpartum period can be a really tough time, as you were saying, mm -hmm. and you want to be able to, I think it also depends on your risk factor a little bit as well. Like where mm -hmm. is your mental health at? Where is your energy at? And making a decision that's right for you at that time is so important, but I think it's important to be informed, right? Because we also know that birth control, in addition to maybe milk supply issues, um, nutrient deficiencies, mm -hmm. mental health and mood that can help that also would contribute to postpartum depression, anxiety, all of the things. Um, educating yourself in advance <laughs> whenever possible is so helpful so that you have, again, that information and can make an informed decision for yourself. And also your willingness, like, you know, there are other things that you can use in the meantime, if you are like, hey, we wanna be active, but um, I, you know, need to know what, you know, how risky can I be? Um, you know, are you comfortable using barrier methods? Are you comfortable, ha have you been watching your signs of fertility? Are you comfortable checking your basal body temperature like there's a lot of other things that we can consider as well it doesn't have to be an all or nothing type of approach no i love that so much because then i also feel like the doctors let's say you get sick and they put you on an antibiotic and then they scare you so much well you could get pregnant this month like i actually had a friend that got pregnant twice on birth control while she was sick because she took antibiotics wow so her family's right. a little bigger than she wanted uh, well, and I think that's just another thing to acknowledge too, mm -hmm. that even with hormonal birth control, you are not a hundred percent like free from any chance of ever getting pregnant. Like there right. are times where it doesn't work quite right. You've got other mm -hmm. factors going on. And so I think that's another thing to really consider that the mm -hmm. effectiveness rate, none of them are a hundred percent. Right. Like none of them are hundred percent, right. but your best option is going to be understanding the signs and the science of your body so that you have the information to make a decision. Yeah. And I love that. And I feel like we don't think about that because if you're on birth control or anything else that you think, eh, I don't need to track this. I don't need to do this. Or you've always been on it. I have a friend that she just put her daughter on birth control because she's in high school. Mm -hmm. um, and so she was like, let's just go ahead and get you on it. You have a boyfriend. I don't need grandkids from my 15 year old. Right. And so you know, in a sense, I love that she's doing that, but in the same sense, I wish that's not what we would jump to. And I wish we would like sit down and educate our teenagers on what that, you know, looks like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it's just so important to remember too, especially when you're thinking of the postpartum period um, mm -hmm. and just thinking of a little bit of your story that you've shared as well, that as we go through our reproductive life, your fertility can change. So even, you know, kind of going back to that infertility thing where it's like, I, and obviously this is situational too, but mm -hmm. if you've got like a physiological condition that prevents you from having children, that is one thing. But if you're having anovulatory cycles for one reason or another, that can be something that changes um, through lifestyle, nutrition, through other factors that are going on in your life that um, I think one diagnosis or one, you know, kind of period of time of infertility does not mm -hmm. mean forever infertility as well. 
Absolutely. That's so true. And I feel like when we went to the IVF clinic, they sat us down. I feel like they did a really good job. They sat us down and said, these are things we want you to remove, right? Like get rid of so many of your cleaners, get rid of Bath and Body Works, get rid of all the smelly, froofy things, right? Those are toxins (laughs) within your house. And specifically you putting on lotion every day, those toxins are getting into your pores, which gets into your infertility. Mm -hmm. And then she also had me go on specific diet it was really kind of keto you know getting rid of all those sugars in your body to kind of do like a huge cleanse and so I feel like because I also had like a huge cleanse um and had gotten pregnant I feel like a my body knew how to get pregnant again it was like oh yeah this is what you do um and then I really tried to keep that lifestyle you know I tried to get rid of so many of the froofy deodorants I make my own um, laundry detergent. I make my own dishwashing soap, right? I sound very crunchy right now. Very cool. I love it. I love it. (laughs) So we've just kept with that lifestyle. And I think because we did that changed our fertility so Mm -hmm. much. I also have a friend that I'm been at her house recently. She had a baby. She's miscarried her second one. But when I look around her house, you know, she washes her hands constantly. There's soaps everywhere. There's hand sanitizer. You know, there's spray bottles sitting out that she's cleaning the counters constantly. And I'm just like, oh, there's so many chemicals in your house. If you would get rid of this, I think it would help you get pregnant again or stay pregnant. Right. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we realize how much those toxins are in our system. A hundred percent in every angle. Right. And so you're never going to be able to control absolutely everything that you're going to come into contact with. But I love what you're saying is being able to take control of what's in your home Mm -hmm. and, you know, the things that you're using on a daily basis, whether it be your food, your products, et cetera, it Mm -hmm. can make a huge impact just in your home life for both you and your spouse. Right. Because the male is part of this. Right. Yeah. So I, I don't think we think about that too. Right. right? The male um, factor as well. And of course I feel like they're so embarrassed to go get tested. It's not me. My swimmers are fine. Right. So, (laughs) um, and mamas, let me share with you. I feel like maybe Morgan and I might've just overwhelmed you a lot by what we just said, but it's okay to make little changes. So maybe for Christmas coming up, don't buy bath and body work. Stop lighting that candle you know, take those little changes, go ahead and use your laundry detergent up and then do something that's a Mm -hmm. little more eco-friendly, less scenty. Um, so I would say use up what you have and then slowly start replacing that within your house, I think is my best piece of advice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for our mamas, what is a product you would recommend to help them today on their fertility journey? I love a good cycle tracking app. And if you're not familiar with cycle tracking, um, this is really what we dive into in fertility awareness method. But and again, I made a comment about cervical mucus and you're probably like, what the heck is that? (laughs) Why are you talking about that? Um, But our hormones, estrogen and progesterone, namely act on the different parts of our reproductive system. They act on the whole body, but in signs that we can monitor for our fertility, we're going to notice different types of fluid, um, that is secreted from our cervix. And we see this when we're fertile and we also see different types when we're not fertile. And so this is Mm -hmm. the primary way that we can monitor our fertility and gives us a ton of information about what's going on in our body and the and how effective or how high are our hormones even getting? Are they rising high enough to trigger ovulation? Is the sequence taking place? This is a brain ovary connection that's developed during pregnancy and it influences us forever, right? So um, 
this app, Read Your Body, is one that I absolutely love. It's super customizable. You can track anything from your cervical fluid to basal body temperature. If you've ever heard of that as a way to help monitor fertility, I will say basal body temperature, be careful if you're not trained because it rises, your temperature will rise after you've ovulated, not before. So you need to know mm -hmm. cervical fluid wise when your fertile window is opening because otherwise um, you could still get pregnant. <laughs> you know, it tells you when you're safe afterwards, but mm -hmm. you need to be able to open your fertile window using cervical fluid. Mm -hmm. And you can also test LH, any lifestyle factors that are going on. Were you traveling? Mm -hmm. Did you get sick? Any factors that might be impacting what you see in your cycle? Um, you can track that there. And the thing I love about this app is that a lot of the cycle tracking apps will be like, have you seen like the little green or red, like you're fertile or you're not fertile this day. This app does not do that. And it's, tr it's making you rely on the signs that you're seeing for your, from your body and making it a very personalized approach, which I just absolutely love because mm -hmm. algorithms, I'm sorry, they're just probably not going to know what's exactly going on in your body on that specific day. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. I know I have a friend going through infertility right now. And so she's tracking all of these things. Um, and of course she's always like, well, I'm supposed to ovulate this day, but she goes, I know I didn't, you know? And <laughs> yeah. so I think that's good to know that like we learn when our true body is because not everyone's a 28 day cycle. Not everyone's going to ovulate at the same time. We're all different. Very yeah. true. Very I true. Well, Morgan, thank you so much. I've loved having you on. Um, I want mamas to know how they can connect with you. And if they're very interested on getting off birth control, how can they work with you specifically? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. So you can find us at Cycle by Design Co. if you're on Instagram um, or at www.cyclebydesignco for our website and you can work with us there. We have a fertility awareness offering that is partnered with Nutrition Education. Mm -hmm. And I personally don't love teaching fertility awareness method without this nutrition component because mm -hmm. as we've talked a lot about in this podcast, there are so many things that go into our fertility and the signs mm -hmm. and what we're seeing from our body that I don't think they can be separated. Again, our body is truly an integrated whole. Um, but really what we do is we train you to understand your signs of ovulation, how to confirm ovulation, know if you're ovulating or if you're not, not just for pregnancy or birth control, but for your overall health. Because if we're not ovulating, we're not producing progesterone. Um, it's a whole sequence of events, but we need to be ovulating for our overall health. So um, highly recommend getting plugged into the Cycle by Design Academy, which is a course we're launching. Um, it's launching, going live on on November 18. So um, it'll be live by the time this podcast airs. So super excited about that, but would love to even just reach out in the DMs if you've got questions, things that you're wondering about how this might look for you in the postpartum period, please let us know and um, be happy to answer any questions that you have. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on today, Morgan. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much if you would share it with another mama or post on social media and tag me. I want to personally thank you for wanting to help other mamas. You got this. I'm rooting for your breastfeeding journey.